A spinning coin danced across the polished wooden desktop. Two pairs of green eyes. One a shade of the brightest jade, the other cloudy like tarnished copper, stared at one another. Come now, my dear. You do owe me another attempt to court favor. The man drew deeply on a cigar which leaked smoke worthy of the finest incense. The woman caught the coin, tapping the edge with a lacquered nail. The stakes. Perhaps love. Always love, she said with a bored sigh. Whatever happened to the old days, when all you cared for was wealth? That was before I saw you in all your varied forms, before you taught me some new tricks. So by your own country's adage, you must be a new dog, Buren. The man showed a wolfish grin and barked a laugh. All native-born are, my dear. We all are. Not, love. You're never satisfied with the outcome anyway. She spun the coin once more between them, its face shifting between a gold dollar and bronze with a square hole in the middle. I know what you truly want. She allowed the sleeve of her silk robe to slide up, exposing the creamy skin of her forearm. Now that remains to be seen. He cocked his head as if hearing a sound, but the room had grown quiet except for the slight chime of the coin's travels. The youth approaching promises to be fair game. He blew out a puff of smoke. Life and death? The woman raised the corner of her lips, which had taken the color of spilt blood. Agreed. Outside of a small Union Hill storefront, Ji Huan glanced at the gilded letters on the window, ones utterly foreign to him even after months living in San Francisco. He wished he could muster the courage to stop one of the Americans passing by and ask them if this was indeed the correct shop, the one he had heard whispered by other countrymen who worked beside him at the shirt factory, a place where one could kui tui to evil spirits for favors. He had considered those stories as banter to refresh the spirit from the long hours with a needle and thread, but now he had no choice but to hope a measure of truth lay behind such talk. He did not seek the spirits for himself, though at times his empty stomach would writhe and he would oft struggle to keep his eyes clear when the hunger made the world spin. He worried only for his brother.